This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. This is your call to action. Get prepared, America. Economy, survival, energy, disasters. This is USAprepares.com. Informative radio, educational radio. Interact now by emailing instructor at USAprepares.com or text at 434-390-7953. Class, please take your seats. Now, your instructor, Vincent Finelli. Everyone all set, cocked, locked, hour number two of USA Prepares. Frank's with us. Frank, we're talking about uh, stoves and uh, glass top stoves, and to me, it makes very little sense to get one. And I'll tell you why. Other than someone saying, boy, look at this new look, a glass top (laughs) stove. Um, But I don't think they can be as efficient. I don't think it, you know, uh, having an indirect contact with the element can be as efficient. I don't think that a $120 element compares to being able to buy four elements for $30 complete. Um, It seems like it's easier to fix the the old-fashioned elements that uh, have the the uh, reflector dish beneath them you could buy replacement dishes you could put aluminum foil on the the dishes if you want to protect them from spills it seemed like we're, we're going the wrong way in terms of repairability mechanic uh, uh, uh mechanical servicing uh longevity cost everything's going the wrong direction with <laughs> with the newer stoves am i right or uh, uh, you are wrong? absolutely right it, it's a, one of the most expensive Stoves repair glass cooktops. They crack, <laughs> even though they're not supposed to. Uh, they look beautiful at the beginning when they're new, but uh, after a certain number of years, <laughs> the, the cooktop itself is it like ugly. Uh, the hardest thing to clean, even though they're supposed to be like on, but sometimes you have to get a scraper to them. So you know, so I don't know. I don't know what the, what the. Uh, <laughs> What is the, yeah. And, of course, as you said, twice more expensive to repair than your basic. So, therefore, another little point. If you are going to buy a second-hand stove, try to buy one with the elements. And, uh, yeah, so, it's, and, Frank, if, if we're going to have a spare stove, and, and, you know, we are in the preparedness department here at USA yeah, Prepares. Yeah, for sure. So, if we're going to have a spare stove, you know, in case the one that we have right now quits, we're talking about the old, if you're going to get an electric, I guess our recommendation, Frank, is the older uh, element one. Make sure that it works. Make sure that all the elements work. And, and you'll, you'll have a, probably a good working stove if the pots and pans fit properly for another 10 years without repairs, uh, right? Isn't, isn't that possible? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so, yeah, for sure. How about gas stoves, Frank? What well, are your thoughts let, let, about? We're going to go into that, but I just a couple more little nuggets for the okay, electric sure. stoves, uh, <laughs> um, uh, because uh, being prepared. One of the one of the ways that you can be prepared, and I probably could see a number of our students going and checking this stuff. Put on your elements on top as well on the bottom. Check for what we call hot spots. 
Now, as as you know, uh, and as you said earlier, Calrod, there's a little wire inside and uh, with the wrong tube. So what you, what you see outside, just kind of steel that glows because of this heat rod inside. But what happens is they tend to get weak in a certain spot, and they produce what we call hot spots. Be sure, be guaranteed that that little hot spot is going to kind of blow up on you. Now, Vince, I've never seen one do that. But I've been told they're horrific. <laughs> it looks like the whole stove is going to burst into flames and so on and so forth. But it, it, not really. <laughs> it, Frank, I can tell you what it sounds like to me. It sounds Sorry? to me. It, okay, so what we're talking about, class, is the Calrod yeah. element, these yeah. spiral elements on an older style stove. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they have a wire inside called nichrome. It's nickel chrome alloy. It's the same thing that's in your toaster, but a thicker rod rather than just a wire that's in your toaster. And it glows red, and it transmits the heat through a ceramic insulator mm-hmm. to the element that you're pots and pans sit on. Well, I can imagine, Frank, when that fails with a hot spot, it would be like an arc welder. I can, I can visualize. <laughs> okay, that's what I envision. envision. Absolutely. I mean, like when people tell me uh, how this thing happened, <laughs> I'm just kind of amazed. But I've never seen one happen because I'm not there. So, but... Uh, I, the point that I'm trying to make, yes, it's, it's just like an arc welder, but don't be scared. It will be okay. It's, it definitely will tell you what's wrong. <laughs> and, of course, uh, an easy repair. Uh, honestly, I, uh, of all the appliances, uh, uh, repairing a range elements is, is very, very easy. Uh, I think any of our students could do it. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so, that, so those are the things. Now, how do those hot spots kind of happen is by dripping liquids on top of it. So be careful. Uh, I mean, you said something about alkanfoil. Be careful about alkanfoil, but there's nothing wrong with using them, especially in an oven. I always recommend to to my customers that that get an aluminum uh, foil tray, nothing too big, and put that on the last tray of a stove so that it could collect any uh, overfilling of liquids because it, that's really what happens is you're baking something and it kind of gets a little bit overfilled, overboiling, then the, the drippings fall on the element, produces that little bit of a shock thing between the hot and the cold, and before you know it, that, that's going to create a nice uh, red spot, and, uh, and then before you know it, the element will be done. So be prepared, class. <laughs> the yeah. take the model number so many sites you know i i said i'm 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 teaching this gentleman a young gentleman with me how to repair stuff and i always say how lucky he is when i started off we didn't have this these amazon things and this and that that you can just go up and buy something so <laughs> i sometimes i had to drive for hours to get one alum <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's it's all it's all available. And class, uh, seriously, twenty nine dollars and just just less than thirty dollars shipped for four mm-hmm. elements for your stove. Mm-hmm. That's like seven dollars and fifty cents a piece. And mm-hmm. so you could you know for 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 thirty dollars you could have them at the ready. You know, if, yeah. if you if you uh, wanted to, and that and you know, Frank, I would if I had uh, an electric stove, which we do not. We have a gas stove, but if mm-hmm. I had an electric stove, I would have a set of elements at the ready. 
I absolutely mm-hmm. would, because I know at some point they're going to fail. And yeah. uh, uh, okay, what, what's yeah. next, Frank? So we can change. Uh, do you want to talk a little? I got stores again. Uh, very uh, like there's not much problems that you you have that you probably had yours for many many years. They I've seen them like antique and they're still working. Absolutely yeah. perfect. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing can go wrong other than a bit of cleaning at the pilot assembly uh, uh, if you have that style. And um, so, have you encountered many problems with your gas stove? Only Probably. well, uh, initially there were a couple problems. We had a uh, we have a General Electric um, profile, so it's it's mm-hmm. not the very best, but it's one step down. And, and what you've recommended in the past was, you know, don't buy the cheap one. You don't have to buy the best one, but if you buy the middle grade, you know, yeah, you get right. you get some extra durability. So this has mm-hmm. a very very heavy. Uh, great to hold the pots and pans above the burners, which I like. And mm-hmm. it, um, it's kind of continuous, so you can slide the pans. You know, it's not just one little small spot to hold the pan. You can slide the, the, the pan that you're cooking from a burner that you're using to one that you're not using. You know, it's like a continuous grate, which is really not, It's several pieces, but it's, it's cast iron, and it's, it's porcelainized. And mm-hmm. um, the, the only problem that we had was initially the, uh, the burner element was not right, so they sent us all brand new ones, and that, w- that was kind of nice. But mm-hmm. over time, the, the gas igniter in the oven has failed. Now, yes. what this is is a... It's an element that glows red hot. So you mm-hmm. turn on the, the oven, and the element starts heating like a toaster element. It glows red hot. It's 600 watts, an enormous mm-hmm. amount of electricity. And this thing stays glowing red hot for the entire time that you are using the oven. So not only are you using gas for the oven to you know, produce the heat, you're, there's this safety system that glows red hot. So if the flame goes out, it's going to start right back on because of this igniter. And uh, they have, uh, we've had two of those fail so far. So mm-hmm. I keep two of them in stock. But, Absolutely. <laughs> but that, that's a problem. That, that is, is a problem. A prob- yeah. <laughs> it's the most common thing that I, uh, that I change in gas stoves. And for class, for our students and maybe for you, <laughs> the way that happens is there is an actual uh, gas valve that has a coil. And then it's connected in series to this ignited thing, which you will find if you take the top part of the, of the oven off, and then there's another safety plate, and you can look at it and see it. <laughs> and what happens is that as that uh, igniter heats up, it loses some of its resistance, believe it or not. And at once it it's ignites hot enough, the resistance will be so low, and because it's in series, like two lights in series, like uh, Christmas lights, it will provide enough current to ignite the uh, the uh, uh, the to uh, to to um, power the uh, the gas valve, and voila, there you go. A couple of things that can go wrong with them. First of all, is that element, um, the, the actual burner, has little holes on the side vents, and sometimes they get clogged up. So that thing can be red, red, red hot, but because there's no gas, uh, um, propane or natural gas, 
uh, hitting that igniter because it literally needs to hit to, to, to cause ignition. <laughs> it will just stay there. And then all of a sudden you get the service call. Oh, I heard a little explosion <laughs> in my oven. <laughs> A little explosion, you say? <laughs> Where do you live? Let me get there right away. <laughs> yeah, <No>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and then the other thing, Vince, is for for one reason or another, they do have to uh, blow red, uh, red, almost white uh, hot, uh, because okay. that's when... And and sometimes they don't. They seem to lose that ability, and and you know you can call for service call, and the gentleman changes the igniter, and voila, there goes work. And so something that you can do, and as Vince has said, have one or two in stock. Again, model numbers, uh, Amazon, <laughs> and you get a nice one or two igniters. Yeah, yes, Vince. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking at uh, eBay right now, and I bought ours, mm-hmm. and ours are made by a company called. Norton, N-O-R-T-O-N. I think that's the original equipment or one of the original equipment manufacturers for the General Electric uh, stoves. And uh, about $20, about $20 mm-hmm. for, uh, and that's with, with shipping. So mm-hmm. it's uh, two little wires. You're going to get on your hands and knees. You're going to take the door off the oven, and uh, you're going to be able to do this class. So this, yeah. this, the symptom that I've found is you turn the oven on and you get no flame, none. No, your oven will not heat up because mm-hmm. this is this is a safety device, and it's also the device that that uh, ignites the uh, the gas coming out of the burner tubes. Now, Frank, mm-hmm. I have had another thing that uh, we can talk about with a gas stove, and that is that the there was this um, carbon type smell coming out of our stove or, or out of the oven, and what happened was the the stainless steel tube kind of wore out, and it had extra mm-hmm. holes in it. So the flame <laughs> was not uniform. It was not like, you know, blue, 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 all yeah. the way up and down these yeah. tubes. Uh, it was some yellow, and it was sooty. And you could smell it coming out of the <laughs> vent when you're using the oven. That's a, I think that's a pretty dangerous situation. It and we were able it to get a replacement hot. element. It was about $30. And mm-hmm. it took me about 15 minutes to replace it. Can mm-hmm. we talk about that when we come back, Frank? Sure, sure. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only 75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50, non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. That's 800-430-1891. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. 
Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. Pencils, paper, notebooks, iPads. Class is now in session. USAprepares.com. Educational radio. Set your memory to high power. Your USAprepares.com instructor, Vincent Finelli, at the controls. Thanks, Vince. We're talking about uh, gas stoves and uh, and the uh, the tubes that have perforations and little tiny holes for the gas to escape, and and that's where the blue flames uh, emit right from those little holes. And what we found was that they wore out, and uh, the holes became longer, and the flames became uh, yellow, and it was sooty. And you know, for about thirty dollars, we replaced the uh, the stainless steel tubes. So. Frank, you want to talk about that? Is is that a, a common problem you're seeing as well? It is a common problem, and more so on the top part of the of a gas stove because it, uh, again, the idea of using one one burner more than the others, the actual <clears throat> top part of a burner can get warped, so and then you start getting this kind of big yellow flame uh, on the side. Both, as you said, very easy, repairable things. Uh, you order them, you put them in. Now, I want to stress. There's two things I want to stress for safety to our classmates. First of all, whenever you're doing anything, unplug it first. I mean, you're probably saying, oh, but how do I check voltage with unplug? Okay, unplug the stove. Let's, for example, you're checking an element uh, uh, on the back of the stove and seeing why it's not working, and it could very well be power. So you unplug that stove, you take that back part, you look at it and say, geez, that's a lot of work back here. 
don't worry. Concentrate on the wires that it's giving you a problem. That's one thing that took me so long as a serviceman to understand. Vince, <laughs> so you, you know, you open something up and you say, "Wow, what am I going to do now?" However, you then start cutting things in half and quarters and so on and so forth because then you realize, "Oh, there's only two out, two wires going to my element." Then once you have that off, uh, then plug it in and do your your uh, your voltage test if that's the way you want to go. As always, there's there's a voltage test and then there's an own test to check most things in an appliance, and it's whichever you feel comfortable. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> then maybe maybe color servicemen, but no, do a little bit more research because we are a class to be prepared. So, <laughs> as I said, there's so much information out there. A multimeter, I think every, all our students should have one. Isn't that right, Vince? Hello? Absolutely, and you know if the if the if the uh, the appliance is unplugged and you're absolutely mm-hmm. certain it's unplugged, um, then you can use the ohm test, mm-hmm. and you're not going to damage the meter if you do an no. ohm test. Okay? There there won't be any voltage unless you have some capacitors like in a, a compressor or something like that. But if you're talking about a stove, it, I, I Frank, I don't know of. Uh, Potentially, way of damaging your ohm meter, your multimeter, if you if you unplug it. Mm-hmm. And no. what I do, believe it or not, class, what I do is when I have an appliance, I will unplug it, then I'll turn it on. And yeah. what that will do is it'll try to dissipate any electricity that's you know residual in capacitors, and it will dissipate wow. that, and then I'm safe to do whatever I want. That, that's, that's what I do. But as as far yeah. as I think you should have a, a multimeter, a digital mm-hmm. multimeter. And uh, you can buy one for uh, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars, you know, on the internet. And uh, it will check voltage, it will check ohms, it will okay. check amperes, <laughs> you know, up to ten amperes typically. And it's a great, it's a great tool. Uh, uh, okay, we use them all the time. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to correct you just a little bit. Do you mind? <laughs> uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm, we're asking our class to buy something that's going to go to a wide range. For example, class. If I, my multimeter, first of all, I check that there is a fuse inside, just in case I make that crazy, stupid mistake of having the power on. The other thing that I like my multimeter to be, and I'll tell you in just one second, is to, to have a 9-volt battery. And the reason for that is because when we come, maybe later on today or next week, when we talk about microwaves, Having a multimeter that has a 9-volt battery will become very, very useful. But that's, that's later on or even next Monday. Let's go back to, uh, to our, 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 our stoves, both uh, um, uh, gas and electric. One of the things, one of the reasons I think uh, stoves break down vents is this crazy thing called, I'm going to keep my food warm until my better mm. half comes home. You don't know yeah. how much wear and tear that has on a, on that appliance. <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad you said that. I'm I'm so glad you said it. We we don't do that. We don't do that here. We we cook it and we're ready to eat it. And then if we reheat it, we reheat it later. But we don't keep it warm. There's no keeping it warm. If you're late for dinner, you're late for dinner. That's it. <laughs> 
Yeah. And so you're talking about cycling. Hi, this is Sophie Winnick, longtime distributor and user of Longevity products. In the last few years, my family went through a crisis. Everything else in my life, including my business, had to be put on the back burner. Thankfully, life is getting back to normal now. But the one thing I never had to worry about was my business and my monthly commission. I've been a distributor for Longevity for over 17 years, since before it was Longevity. And I've got to say, the most amazing thing about this company is the people. While my family was in crisis, other distributors stepped in and helped my customers, simply because that's what Longevity people do, even for people they don't know. For me, it has never been about getting rich. It was about a product I could stand behind, a company I could count on, and a monthly commission check that has never not once been late in 17 years. Longevity is truly a business for everyone, even people who have too much to do. I'm Sophie Winnick. I'm just like you. I have a real life, real ups and downs, but I know I will always have longevity. USA News Update. Ukrainian President Zelensky says looking at Europe right now reminds him of the way Ukraine was 10 years ago. In 2014, our people were not ready for, for the war for the quick occupation of Crimea, part of Donbass. During a CNN foreign policy panel, he said, it's the reason why Ukraine must continue to receive war support from Western nations, including the U.S. He says he does not believe Russia will stop at Ukraine. An autopsy report says the passing of a Venezuelan boy who had been staying at a migrant shelter in Chicago in December was a result of sepsis stemming from a bacterial infection linked to strep throat. Medical officials say Jean Carlos Martinez Rivero, aged five, succumbed to sepsis resulting from complications related to what's known as Group A strep. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers. There's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. 
GCNfood.com. I spend a lot of time in the garage, but even more time in the rain, sleet, and mud. In 95, I helped tow your moving trailer. In 05, I helped you get out of a ditch. Yeah, I know I'm a bit rusty, and sadly in 09, it was sparks from me, your handy chains dragging behind your truck that accidentally started a wildfire. Sparks from dragging chains can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. This can be sliding. What are today's hot? When you go to the season, for two seconds during the Class is back in session. Turn up the volume. USAprepares.com with the original survival economist, Vincent Finelli. So, Class, so far, uh, to recap, if you have a gas stove, you can replace the burner elements quite easily. Uh, obviously, power off, and there's a gas valve, shut the gas valve off. If you have, um, you know, shut the electricity off, turn the breaker off, uh, unplug it. And um, you might be able to clean those burners, gas burners. Uh, so you, you can remove them many times. You can soak them in, in warm water. Use a, you know, a, a nylon bristle brush with some uh, detergent after you soak them in hot water, and you might be able to get the burned-off food off them. And then, uh, and you might even use what I've done, use a, a map pin or a, a small a map tack or a, a small pin and uh, poke back through where the crust of burned-on food is on the elements, and uh, then the flame can be restored. If not, you can buy replacement burners. You can do it yourself. I absolutely believe you can do all this yourself, including the electrical elements. Of course, unplug it, and if it's a uh, if it's an electric stove, you want to shut off the breaker. It'll be a double breaker for an electric stove. Frank, back to you. Or some in in ranges, what I find electric or propane is that keep warm thing <laughs> because you're turning on, turning off, turning on, turning off, and so that's one of uh, the great. Uh, things of causing the igniter to go because it's, it's on and off, on and off, and, and so and so and so much for the other. Yeah, it, it, no, it's not. It's not the. It's not the. It's not the owner of the home or the user of the stove that's doing it. It's the keep warm function is automatically yeah. cycling yeah. on, off, on, off, on, off. It's right. It's rough on everything. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes no sense. It really makes no sense to do that. But, but back to you. <laughs> a little golden nugget because I always find this funny and I always make a joke that I have $100 in my pocket for the first stove that I take out of the cleaning 
then one of the people are not going to come back and see how bad it is behind it. <laughs> it never fails. So I still have my $100 in my pocket <laughs> because every time you take that stove out, they want to see how dirty it is behind the, that stove. So a little a little trick class. <clears throat> Stoves, usually the bottom part uh, are open. So if you ever, and it's too hard to, to move the stove for whatever reason, just take the bottom pan out and go in there with your vacuum and, and clean it out. And then don't make excuses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Frank, that, that's a very, very interesting point that you've made. Yes. Uh, you know, there are cars that, that, that show up here at, the, at our automotive repair shop, and some people have absolutely filthy cars. It, you know, they got all kinds of stuff, cups and uh, things on their dashboard, the seats are stained, and there's trash on the floor, trash on the back seat. I mean, it looks like uh, someone used to live there and, and, uh, and moved out, okay? It looks like, you know, it was parked in San Francisco for like three days. Um, when, when, when we see those kinds of things, class, it... There's no way it cannot impact the mechanic because the mechanic will look at that and no matter, no matter what the intentions of the mechanic are, it's hard to say, you know what, I want to make this thing perfect. Yeah. Because you can see the owner doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so you know, some people think it's our job as a mechanic to clean up after, after the owners. And it's not our job. It's not our job. <laughs> well, Yeah. But my problem is I, I respect uh, a customer's home, and I take my shoes off right at the door. So <laughs> even though sometimes they beg me to keep it on, but I do have a secret. I have about four pairs of socks. <laughs> so, so it kind of it kind of it helps the situation. But uh, yeah, so yeah, and so no excuses not to clean underneath your stove. Just take the bottom drawer off, and you're right there and then. Uh, other than that, Vince, uh, do you want to? Any other things that you want to add to to uh, ranges before we move on? Uh, just to, just uh, one thing that uh, yeah. we have, as I mentioned, we have a GE profile, and this particular gas uh, range is converted to propane, and it, and it works pretty well. I decided I want to get some spare burner caps. So this is there's a, a burner that uh, directs the gas flow out of the orifice. It spreads it. The cap spreads it, and the flame comes around the cap. These caps you can lift off the uh, the cast iron uh, grate, and you can scrub the the burner caps. But they're not available. You can't buy a new one. I called General Electric. You know, I looked on the internet, and. Uh, They've been discontinued for quite a while. Mm -hmm. So uh, my opinion of General Electric has gone way downhill. It used to be an American company. Now it's an Asian company. Mm -hmm. General Electric doesn't. They have no interest, no interest in making the parts for your old stoves and other appliances anymore. They don't. They're just in the business of selling you disposable appliances. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion of of General Electric. I would not buy a a new General Electric anything. I really Maybe mean that, Frank. Not, yeah, for sure. No, no, I, I totally agree with you. And, and, and it's heartbreaking because, well, my class is no now, but it's heartbreaking when you go, oh, GE, my grandmother, my great-great-great-grandmother had a GE appliance, and you buy with that uh, thing that, that's going to last you forever, and then you realize, oh, it's not. Uh, it's not. So uh, there's two things. Actually, I'm so glad that you brought that up. 
there's two things that uh, I find uh, that sh- uh, our students should know. First of all, is look at the model number when you're going to buy an appliance, even new or old. See where it's manufactured. The model number, the sticker on it, uh, will say where it's manufactured. And you'll see it not in Canada anymore. They, they used to be made here in, in Toronto, but not anymore. Uh, not in the United States. And so you'll see. Um, then the other thing, Vince, is when you're looking at the model number, there usually is a dash. And then there's numbers afterwards or letters afterwards. Vince, <laughs> little secret. That means that that specific model, they've had so many problems with it, they had to redo it. So and every time they remanifest redesign that appliance, it, it, uh, it, it gets added another letter after the model number. So <laughs> keep aware of that because if there's a, a quid in, in like a, um, numbers after that, it means that they've had issues with this specific model and may not be what you would want to buy. <laughs> That's a, that's a very good point. It is. And it's, it's, and it's very, very point. difficult. It's difficult to get the replacement parts after they've made so many versions of that same particular model. Because Absolutely. the different versions have some different parts. Mm-hmm. And, no. Frank, here's, here's another thing. Um, you mentioned the drawer in the stove. So we have a gas stove. We hardly, we don't use that drawer for pots and pans and lids. and It, it just sits empty. However, mm-hmm. for some reason, it has begun to rust. Now, it's not like mm-hmm. we're sloppy and drip water all over it. For some reason, the edge of the drawer in the corner has, to, uh, has started to rust. So I mentioned to Mrs. Finelli that, you know, next warm day, I'm going to take that out. I'm going to buff it. I'm going to sand it to bare metal where it's where it's black, and uh, uh, prime it with rust-oleum, uh, uh, rusty metal primer, and then I'm going to paint it black to keep yeah. it from rusting further. Mm-hmm. So you know that's the stitch in time saves nine. You know you, you can wait till it rusts all the way through, and then throw it away, or you can fix it before it rusts all the way through. That the point is, I'm going to get it as soon as I can. Absolutely. The other thing, uh, we might as well, because we only have another 10 minutes, the other thing that I call uh, a lot on service calls is uh, people take their doors up without doing it properly, and then there's no way they can get them back on non-class. <laughs> I'm hoping that you have your manual, and if not, uh, easy to go and download a manual for a stove. But the thing is, the, the hinges on those stoves, are so, so hard. The spring in it, Vince, <laughs> I, I literally had to make a tool to be able to push it down to its proper position. Mm-hmm. But, class, <clears throat> when you do decide that you need to move the oven, uh, the store from an oven, for whatever it is, because it makes it easier to do any repairs inside, there is kind of a little latch mechanism, okay, that kind of locks the hinge in place so that it's very easy to remove. But unless you know, and it's a very obtrusive thing there, <laughs> unless you, you you know about this, then you simply, oh, let me take the door off like Vince and Frank said for me to repair <laughs> my igniter, and, and you take it out, blank, blank, and it will never go back in properly because the the hinge itself is not 90 degree to the door, and it's just... <laughs> 
really, really difficult. So please, the class, uh, remember that there is a bit of a mechanism there that allows the, the spring and, and the arm to stay in place so you can take that door, clean it, whatever it is, and then put it back in a very, very nice way. I don't know if you ever had that problem, Vince, but... Well, no, no, is, uh, we... we we have not had that problem. However, I, I can visualize exactly what you're saying mm-hmm. because, uh, class, if you think about it, if you have a self-cleaning oven, that door, that, that front door is going to weigh between 15 and 20 pounds. It's heavy. Mm-hmm. It is really heavy. And then if you think about the hinge, uh, that's a spring-loaded hinge, this, the hinge is like two inches long, maybe an inch and a half long. So, so this, this one and a half inch long piece of metal is able to lift the entire door. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. it's really spring loaded. So if you don't remove, th- there are two latches, one for each side of you know, the hinge, yeah. one for the left, one for the right. There are two little latches that you just move out of the way. Just, they're designed to just mm-hmm. flip flip uh, yep. to release the, the hinges. That's so the door doesn't fall off in you know on your feet <laughs> when you open the door. I mean it's it's just, it's a safety feature. So yeah. if you flip those, uh, you'll be able to lift the. You put the door down and then lift it right out. It's real easy, mm-hmm. but you've got to yeah. do it right. Otherwise, you're never going to get the door back in. And that's exactly what Frank is saying. <laughs> I, Francis, this is funny. I had to make a tool where I literally had to not stand, but use my chest as the force against this hinge to put it back in place to put this little mechanism that keeps the door. It was like, oh, my God, sakes. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, so yeah, so that's a beautiful little trick if you ever wanted to uh, take the door to clean or make it easier to do repairs class. So. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah. and don't force anything. Don't, you know, you're talking no. about sheet metal that has been uh, sprayed with glass or porcelain, and it will chip, and, you know, if you bend it, if you drop something on it, if you force it, uh, it, it all these p- parts will come out very easily naturally designed to come out easily but if it doesn't come out easily something else needs to be removed you, you missed a screw uh, or you missed a clip or you missed something that is preventing it from you know i'm talking about the trays and the porcelain parts of the door they'll all come out very very easily you don't have to struggle with any of it so if it doesn't come out easily you haven't done it right yet so what frank said get the manual it's free you can download it you can type in you know like ge profile Oven model comma download manual. Yeah, it's as simple as that. And you get the and then save it. Then save the yeah. manual. Mm-hmm. And oh. and that's and that's another problem, Frank, because we have become so accustomed to saving things on our uh, hard drives, our phone, and then the computer you know quits, and then we we lose everything. So you ought to print you know the important stuff out. Exactly. Uh, at least you don't have to print the whole manual because sometimes they're like 150 pages, but the, the important part, things that you may want to do. Yeah. 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 When we come back, Frank, do we have some time to talk about uh, microwave ovens? Yeah, we can We can start pushing on it a bit. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Okay. Microwave ovens. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, class, uh, one thing is don't, don't let stuff get between the door of the microwave oven get and the Don cavity. 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? 
I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralized the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Who listens to radio at night? EMTs, truck drivers, law enforcement, and many other hardworking people just like you, buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer, and we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case, and they're so good they stake their reputation reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492-800-509-4492-800-509-4492-800-509-4492. That's 800-509-4492. Honorary Forest Ranger Betty White here, lending a hand to my dear friend Smokey Bear. Because for 75 years, he's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But there's a lot more to say. Like, if you park your car on tall, dry grass, the hot exhaust pipe can start a wildfire. So be careful out there. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
no whining. Only expert guests and seasoned opinions. Instruction that matters. At the controls, Vincent Finelli. And class, uh, Frank Pacheco's with us. You, you might have heard me uh, read this um, letter that I wrote to Jeff Rents last week. And mm-hmm. I'll read it very quickly. Jeff, just wondering if you have any regrets about broadcasting usa prepares on rents radio all the best thank you vincent that's the whole letter okay i sent it to him i read it on the air and i sent it to him while i was on the air i got a response and i thought you might appreciate this class and instructors and this came from jeff rents good morning not a chance exclamation point you're at the top of the class smile that's from jeff rents i don't think there's a highest higher compliment class i don't think there is I'm so proud of what you've developed. Uh, it's, no, it's so, Frank. It's it's the instructors. So, it is not. Yeah. It's not me. It's the instructors. I, I know. So, <laughs> but you provided the platform, and we're shining beside you. <laughs> and, and so, Frank, it, I have a couple honestly, of quick. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I know. It, it's it's so refreshing. It doesn't matter what day you listen, uh, the class listens in. I mean, it, everyone has their beautiful, uh, like, side of things, and, and, and it's just Kathy and uh, Bertrand, which reminds me, as I said, I was an avid uh, student of uh, USA Prepares, and one of the things I remember about microwaves and, and Bert Bertrand saying how you can tell your microwave by using your cell phone. Do you, I don't know if you remember him yeah, talking well, well, about that. Well, yeah, what I said was... Um, we got, we had, there was a sponsor on the network, and they were saying how this, this uh, device would protect you from your cell phone radiation. I said, I called him up and said, yeah, could you all send me one? I'd like to see one of these things. I'll send it back. I don't, I'm not looking for a free one. I just want to see it. I want to see how it works, and I'll test it. And if it works great, I'll, I'll say it works great. If it doesn't work great, I'm going to send it back. And no matter what, I'm going to send it back. And I'll tell you, you know, what my results were. So I put a uh, cell phone in it and called the cell phone, and the cell phone rang. That tells me it didn't work. So I called him up and said, it doesn't work. And, uh, and, and we pulled the commercials. We pulled the commercials. This was many, many years ago. So here's the, yeah. and so then, so I told the class that you could put a cell phone in, uh, in a microwave oven, and it's supposed to be a Faraday cage or close to it. It's not. Right. Cell phone, you can call a cell phone right in your microwave oven. It'll ring. Now, make sure you unplug it, because you'll blow up your cell phone if you, you, know, if you turn it on. But, but here's the thing about cell phones. Don't let any food get between the door and the microwave cavity. Do not. You know, a little bit of food uh, will cause a massive leak of, of microwave radiation. Don't slam the door. Don't let anybody slam the door. Don't look inside. I mean, I remember uh, John Statmiller put a cup of coffee in the microwave oven here at our, at our house, and he's got his face right, right up against the, the, the glass. I'm like, get away from that thing. You know, then, so yeah. <laughs> a lot of people do that. And then, and then if you're going to use a microwave oven, put the food in it and back away. Get away. Don't, don't think that that thing's your friend. Back to you, Frank. <laughs> oh, Vince. Uh, the reason why I'm last is you've said all these things, and it's almost uh, 12 o'clock. Well, but yeah, 11 o'clock here. Uh, but th- there's reasons... And I, I think if the class tunes in next week, uh, next Monday, they will find it very interesting why you don't slam the door in a microwave, why you don't keep food, <laughs> and so on and so forth. Now, 
I, one of my favorite, I don't know when the commercials come along, but one of my favorite topics when I used to teach in many, many years ago was microwave because of this very, very funny story. Lipton Industries, which is an army-based uh, company in the United States that did all sorts of things, they were in the, playing around with, uh, with the technology for radar and things like that. And this one gentleman, I don't know his last name, but I think was spent something. It doesn't really matter. The thing is, he went for lunch <laughs> and decided he was not going to have his little uh, chocolate snack until sometime during the day. So he came in and he started doing his tasks at Lytton Industries and all of a sudden this uh, chocolate melted down his back. <laughs> and he, of course, he started to think, oh, what happened here? And really, that's where the microwave started to be born. They, they realized that these waves that they were uh, testing out there uh, was doing something, especially to a chocolate that they had in this pocket. And through development and development and development, the microwave came to be. Now, I've been doing this for 40 years, so you can see it's been a long time. And it was one of my greatest things when I first started in the appliance industry is that the microwave was becoming a very popular cooking appliance in the house <laughs> so yeah and it's, it's it was a joy working with them and and i'm sure next monday when we go through the concepts and how you can repair them and they're not as uh not so fantastic as yeah. one thinks they are but they are useful friends you must admit mm-hmm. it's nice yeah, absolutely to up no, no, there's no question about it uh, we, we probably couldn't survive without microwave ovens today because first of all we don't know how to cook but uh, Frank, I've never said this. I've, I've never, I've never mentioned this on the air. But I used to work for Litton Industries. L i t t o n. Oh no! Oh God, that's great. <laughs> Litton Industries was an absolutely spectacular uh, corporation, no question about it. And uh, they pretty much came out with the one of the very first, if not the first, microwave oven, and they called it a radar range. Radar, Litton ra- uh, radar range. Because it used 2.4 gigahertz, same frequency as radar. And that's what's in there. That's what's in your microwave oven. So the guy behind you with your Tesla is spraying you. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com.